This is Gam Chat. My name is Greg. I'm McCoy. And I'm Dee. We're three Filipino gay guys trying to make sense of anything and everything in the world today. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome. 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 Mabuhay. So, um, guys, are you trying to catch up on sleep like I am? Um, We're wide awake still because I won't be going to sleep until, what what time is it? In three hours? That's my deadline. Yeah, this is an interesting check-in. Are you guys going to go to (laughs) sleep? Hey, we're always like, always trying to catch up on sleep, even on regular days, right? Even when we're like awake at work we're yeah, trying to catch exactly <laughs> uh, well not all of us be damned um why do you ask such an interesting question mccoy because i feel like i haven't slept a full four hours since i started this supposedly relaxing vacation yeah so people don't know is that actually mccoy is on the other side of the, the world yes right now from, from yes and I. china <laughs> It, c- close to China, but not quite China. It also starts in, in with a C, because right now, as we record, I'm in the Queen City of the South, Cebu City, Philippines. Queen City of the South? Is that what it's called? E- well, Iloilo has something to say about that, uh, but as it stands now, Cebu claims that title. Cebu, uh, Iloilo City also claims a title, but... Who knows? I'm not the expert. I'm biased. I, I think Ilo Ilo is the queen. Is it really the queen, though? It's the queen. When I get there, it's the queen. No, I like Cebu. It, I find it so... Uh, I miss it. Crowded. Is, is, it, is there a lot of traffic there? <laughs> yes, my God. Yeah, but the Lechon is... Okay, I'm sure people have heard this, and I'm sure people have described Cebu um, Lechon like this, but it's so delicious. Yesterday, I had something they call... Cebu Express, kind of like Bicol Express, but Cebu version. Just the food is so good. Wait, is that his nickname, the one that went to your room? I don't know his name. Wait, actually, I do. I remember it popped in my head. No, I know his real name, but um, it wasn't quite. I let Sean went to your room, and and that was. It wasn't quite express, um, but it's a Cebu delicacy for sure. Oh my god, that's so bustos. <laughs> Was it Cebu's finest? Well, maybe not, but who am oh I to know? God. I mean, <laughs> I'll let you know later because um, then I can have a comparison. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, I thought you were going for seconds. Uh, that was the case. Uh, oh, second. No, it's always first with. Um, never mind. <laughs> oh, wait, are we talking about Lechon, Cebu? Or something. Yes. Else. Yeah, because they're or they're TV. different um, rest. What, Greg? I don't do that. <laughs> I'm here for the food, the culture, the sights. I don't, you know, my moral compass is so like tight and just like you know up there. <laughs> is it really tight and up there? Jeez. <laughs> I think it's pretty clear for everyone listening what you're what's tied it up there. Okay. Something was up there. Oh, great check-in. Really great check-in, McCoy. Thank you. I'm not the one that asks um re- revealing questions. But then again, I'm the one that re- I'm the one that revealed the answers. I'm getting visuals now. 
Yeah, I, I miss Cebu. I do have fond memories of being Cebu. I was there for a medical mission a long time ago. Were you the uh, medical mission? And no, I know a lot has changed. Yeah, I was actually there for... I was not the medical mission. <laughs> Did he have to put gloves or you had to put on the gloves? Yeah, that's oh. the question, Greg. <laughs> that, that is actually the question. Actually... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, is that your check-in question? Yes, <laughs> the, but the sleep, not the, the okay the, the, sleep part. Lichon. Something actually that let like made me lose sleep was something I heard yesterday while making breakfast, and I just it just stuck to me the entire day. Besides the other topic that I texted you guys about separately, um, NPR said announced that in November fifteenth, the world population reached uh, eight billion. Yes. Oh, and... guess what? But but okay, and that made me think. It's like. Wait, eight billion is not enough, considering how much like uh, net worth like the richest person has. And sadly to say, it's Elon Musk for like two hundred plus billion dollars. And I just got like I got stuck in my head like, if these fucking people who should not exist to begin with, billionaires, just give one million to each person that exists, it's like I mean, does that really solve anything? But it's like, you know, I was like thinking, how can someone be worth that much more than the population? Uh well it's capitalism. I know, but um, it's just insane. Yeah. And, and I just lost sleep out about that. But we also don't know if Elon Musk is still worth the same because of Twitter, Twitter. Is, yeah. is exploding. But speaking of that, though, the one, the the eight billionth human came from the Philippines. Great. Yeah, I saw the article. <laughs> is that what the article said? It was some random ass article. I don't even know if it's true. Yeah. Like, how do they even know that the eight billionth baby came from the Philippines? Who keeps track of this? I don't know. It was like the UN uh, posted that thing. I was like, okay. But it's just like, yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound a lot, but it's a lot. But then you compare it's it to, like, money. Or the distribution of wealth and or um, um, wealth inequality, yeah. Damn, that's your buzzkill, T. I know. Well, that's God that's one it. of the, like, serious things that, besides what I texted you guys about yesterday, about um, uh, inequality of um, married couple, how they're being treated. But that's another topic that we can probably talk about later on. Yeah, I was thinking about, like, okay, so sleep. I guess the question is about sleep. Um, I've been actually getting pretty good sleep. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Like, well, good the for time you. has changed. <laughs> The, it's getting darker now, and I don't know. Like the daylight He's savings, so, or it's like white privilege. D. <laughs> oh my god, I hate you guys. So, and on that note, speaking of hate, um, let's talk about this episode today. <laughs> In this episode, we are discussing assholes. Now, the Oxford Dictionary defines it as a noun. One, a person's anus. Two, a stupid, irritating, or despicable person. So, as we become mature adults capable of introspection, we sometimes discover we, ourselves, are the assholes. And at other times, well, we need outside help to to decipher if we are the asshole or not. So, everybody, we are the outsiders coming to the rescue helping people figure this out. 
Um, we hopped on on Reddit's famous community called "Am I the asshole?" Asshole, asshole, <laughs> asshole, asshole. <laughs> That's the special effect with um, the echo. Thank you, dude. Wait, wait, whose uh, asshole are you yelling into that it echoes like that? Don't <laughs> <laughs> play my voice. <laughs> It's very. There's a lot of space. Like like I said, my moral no, my moral compass is tight, so it's not it's not gonna be. Your moral my, compass is tight, but something else is very very loose. So. <laughs> but we found in Reddit's famous community, "Am I the asshole?" Um, we found three Filipinos that shared their stories. Now it's time for you, our listeners, and us to decipher if this Filipino is an asshole shall we begin we shall i was gonna say t can you put like trumpet sounds is that like how assholes sound like pew, pew, pew. no, pew, no pew, that's pew. A <laughs> it would just be like a a blow <laughs> that's what it <laughs> yeah, there you go <laughs> <laughs> that's about us so who wants to go first i can go first yeah because you might fall asleep on us any minute now <laughs> so i haven't read this so this is gonna be um so bear with me, because I'm very bad with reading. I just learned like two weeks ago how to read. And also, um, I'm sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> so my reaction is going to be genuine. Jet lag. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. So the title of the Am I the Asshole uh, story is, Am I the Asshole for Ignoring My Dad's Messages Asking for Help Financially? Hear me out. This person says, so the story goes, so two weeks ago, I decided to stop communication with my dad because he bombarded me with hateful messages after telling him that I can't send him money because we had to take our dog to the vet and it cost a lot. Besides, we just sent him money two weeks prior. He started sending me hateful messages saying how we prioritized a dog before our own father. He knows how much we love this dog. This 10-year-old dog, our baby, have been with us since she was only a few weeks old. He said many hurtful things such as he shouldn't have raised us if he knew we would grow up to be bad and selfish people. Wow. He said that we owe our lives to him. He said that we will regret this and he shouldn't have wasted his time taking care of us. He also said that we would not be successful in life knowing that we turned our backs on our own father that he would rather die so he can curse us we are no longer his children we are ungrateful and that the lord will punish us yeah okay oh bring religion into it okay uh he can see my it's like natural reaction <laughs> sorry i'm like adding like ad-libs <laughs> Um, continuing, he kept cursing at us in his messages too, so I decided to deactivate my Facebook and Messenger, but I still have my Facebook account, which I use for friends, friends only, and my dad is, is blocked from it. However, this morning, I received a message to request from him using a different Facebook account, and again, he's asking for money without acknowledging everything he's done without saying sorry for the hurtful things he said. Now here's the backstory. He decided five years ago that he wanted to go back to the Philippines to vacation. He stayed there for a while and just randomly stopped responding to my mom, basically ghosted and abandoned us. My mom was distraught. It was out of the blue and so sudden. In this time, my dad apparently had gambling issues and he had an affair. 
the husband of the woman oh my god so she was married too okay so the husband of the woman he was having an affair with messaged my mom so my mom decided to file for divorce my dad's life has has been hard ever since my mom divorced him because he lost a person that provided and supported him financially for years wow so he's been asking me, 29 years old, and my sister, 30 years old, for money instead, but we feel used because he would only message us when he needed money and would guilt trip us if we didn't give him the money. He couldn't keep a job and have gambling problems, which he denies. That's why it's so hard for us to give him money because we don't know where he's spending our hard-earned money on. Plus, after everything he did, he paints us to be bad people for not supporting him. But we just don't want to enable him. He has no savings and no plans for his retirement either. I think he expects his children will cover for him. He financially and emotionally abused our mother for a long time, and now we think he's doing the same thing to us, since he can't get anything from her anymore. But I don't think he understands. He thinks that because we are his children, we should help and support him as we owe our lives to him. This is such a toxic Filipino mentality, and I don't think he gets it. So am I the asshole for ignoring him? Can I go first on this? <laughs> you sound prepared. Uh, I just read this. I'm really, I wasn't prepared. I didn't know it was like that. Like, it woke you wow. up. It woke, it woke me up. Me. Like, I'm really angry. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing with like uh, Filipino culture. Yes, I'm generalizing. And yes, I don't apologize for it. Because it's usually um, Spot accurate. On. <laughs> mm. So the thing is... Um, when it comes to Filipino families, they have these expectations that the children will take care of the parents or will cover the cost of anything, medical bills and whatnot. But I think it's really unfair to for parents to do that to their children because, first, the children did not ask to be born. Uh, you decided to have kids. It's your responsibility to put your kids through school so they can be pe prepared for life. So they can take care of themselves, not take care of you. Now, if they take care of you, good. That's bonus, right? But you can't um, obligate them. You can't obligate anyone, really, to take care of you if you weren't prepared for your retirement. Now, there are situations where it's hard to save for your retirement because you put all your money on your kids' educations and whatnot. So I don't know. But in this case, in this specific case, the, the writer is not the asshole. The father is the asshole. He is emotionally abusive according to the story and he doesn't deserve a penny more from his kids and definitely not from his ex-wife what do you guys think okay so i do understand the philippine mentality like you have kids you expect them to take care of you that's the expectation mm -hmm. right yes it also goes both ways mm -hmm. the expectation like he broke a contract an understanding you know, the family dynamic that he will be a father that will take care of his kids mm -hmm. and take care of their mom that will be there to support. He broke that contract, went to the Philippines. That's why I always tell, like, I always tell, like, my friends, like, don't let your husbands go to the Philippines because <laughs> they <laughs> might disappear on you. You might go to Cebu <laughs> and eat lechon. <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> god the visuals okay um let me take a moment to just clear my mind really quick or just... like spit roasted with a bamboo is that what you were looking for like... spit roast 
<laughs> yeah, but Koi got pit roast with the bamboo. Um, <laughs> Who said I was the one that was roasting? <laughs> oh, come on, man. Okay. So here's the thing. I get, like, where the dad may think about, like, oh, he might, oh, you know, like, that the rule still applies because he, he he gave his sperm. But I honestly, this, the dad's such bullshit. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. The dad, this is all bullshit. But he's trying the whole guilt thing. Did he say that he even used, like, the Lord's name? Yes, the Lord will punish you. The Lord, oh, that's some fucked up. Right? That's so fucked and up. Par- part of the, the, the backstory was, uh, it seems like the wife, so their mother, has been supporting him. But you know mm, what? Yeah. what? What One thing that always just kind of makes me go, like, huh? Is, like... How people do not have filters. Like, there's so many things that I want to post, and then, but then, right when I'm about to hit send, I'm like, hmm, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me check what I'm posting really quick. Uh, you know what? Never mind. I don't think I should. You know, mm. and it's just like that's why I don't really go on Facebook anymore. Like a model's family. Um, they all are like they use Messenger still, but like us younger, not younger. I'm like how, but like. Like the kids, like generation, don't we tell them like, text us because we don't read your Facebook messages because all you guys do is send gifts and like fireworks and cake emojis whenever it's birthdays and like we don't even filter anymore. We just don't go on there, and that's what Facebook has become to me. It's just like, like titos and titas were like, oh lord, that was TMI. That could have been like a personal dm instead of like a post yeah 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 i feel like the, the dad painted himself in the corner this is his decision yeah. and now he's reacting to the only people that would like answer his facebook messaging well, post apparently not um, anymore i mean they don't want to answer him but how do I you think- but how do you respond when you like your own father curses that's you. you that's like a crazy like what yeah. but you know what maybe in okay i'm not gonna defend the dad he doesn't deserve my defense um but. i mean he's desperate and maybe he felt that's the way he could get through to them by guilting them uh, yeah weird yeah, like filipino yeah, yeah. Filipino so so is it the whole like a child um, like let's say you're in kindergarten and you're picking on your crush. That's like that's not what you do to let people know you like them or that you value them. Well, I think he was upset. I think he was upset that the dog was prioritized over them or over him. Uh, yeah, because the dog actually gives them affection, um, gives them love unconditionally, you know. And the father did not. Exactly. And then with a dog. I don't fucking expect my dogs to take care of me when I'm older. First of all, I spent like my dogs. I've spent so much money, medical bills wise, more than myself. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, but I don't yeah. like. It's just like uh, I have to do everything that I can without expectations that I'm gonna get something back. Yeah, yeah. So, do you guys agree that in this case, they are not the the person writing the story is definitely not the yeah, asshole. Clearly, the person writing is not. Clearly not the asshole. Yeah, clearly. Um, it's like, yeah, clear as day. It, yeah, it, this one is a, is a no-brainer. <laughs> but it's a very inter- interesting story that actually happens more often than we think. Oh, but yeah. But I'm not surprised that... Mm-hmm. One is I'm not surprised by this story because it happens often in our, in our mm-hmm. 
in our community. But two, like I wasn't surprised that a parent would be like, "You're paying like the your dog more love than you are with your parents." Yeah, but like you owe you, you owe your life to me. I'm your father. You're never gonna be successful yeah, that you that treat one, your father yeah. this way. Come on, my God. Well, who's not successful here? You are. So what did you do to your own father then? And I bet you, like, uh, I just wish he would like actually say something back but i think he said the point where he's just like i'm not gonna play the game yeah like cut him off yeah that he that that's playing yeah but then you know starting a new facebook messenger just so you could uh gaslight your kids just so you can like fuck with them sadly that sounds very familiar <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> d <laughs> yeah. sounds like you have experience in this department <laughs> Wait, did I write this? I'm just kidding. <laughs> D, I know, what's this? You wrote this. <laughs> this is D, a camp chat podcast. <laughs> no, he says 29 years old, so definitely not D. <laughs> He's lying about his age. That is D. <laughs> Alright, so this was posted by League Time 3390. This is titled Am I the asshole for refusing to say sorry to my grandmother? Yes, I already said this person is the asshole. You shouldn't always know, say right? sorry. <laughs> the minute you say grandmother, you're like, yeah, you're the asshole right away. <laughs> yeah. Says it along. Sorry. League time. You're the asshole. Next. I'm just kidding. Alright. So let's listen to this story and then we'll decide. Before anything else, I want to say that I live in a Filipino household, just so it would make more sense. I, female, 17-year-old, recently got into crochet since I had nothing else to do and mostly stay at home. My grandmother, female, 69-year-old, has always made crocheting a hobby, and I guess she felt happy that we had something we could relate to. Last month... My grandmother and I had to travel to see her youngest son since it was his daughter's first birthday celebration. My grandmother told me to bring the materials needed for crocheting with me, like yarn, hooks, stuffing. So I did. I placed them all in a bag, including one of the first scarves I crocheted, which I've been planning on giving to someone. When I got there, she used my excess yarn to create a scarf she she's been wanting to make and i had no absolutely no problem with that i even told her i'll send her the links to the yarn i bought since she liked the texture of it so much oh sounds like a good granddaughter she then asked me what else was inside the bag and i told her it was the first scarf that i made and didn't ask any further questions the next day, my uncle took me and my cousin to the cinemas, leaving my grandmother behind. When I arrived home, it took me by surprise when I saw my grandmother with a scarf that I made. Oh. She ran out of yarn, so she destroyed <gasps> the scarf that I made just to make another scarf for her liking. Oh, my God. Mm, okay. I asked her why she destroyed it. She said that it doesn't matter because it was the first scarf I made and it was ugly anyways. <laughs> hmm. oh. She told me that she would just buy more yarn for me to make up for it. I told her that I had been planning on giving the scarf to someone and wish she had asked me first before doing anything else to it. 
I then proceeded to take a shower since I came from outside and it was really hot too. Yeah, this must be in the Philippines, huh? After taking the shower, I saw my grandmother sleep, holding that already ruined scarf in her hand. The fact that she still continued to make the scarf she wanted to make out of my ruined scarf after I told her that I wasn't okay with it made me pissed. So I got the scarf from her and hid it until the end of our trip. A few weeks go by and I just let it pass and decided to make something new with the ruined scarf. Yesterday, I was shopping with my mom and my grandmother's name was brought up. My mom then reminded me of the situation and she told me that I hurt my grandmother when I got the scarf from her while she was asleep and to tell her that I'm sorry since my grandmother won't bother saying sorry first anyways. I told my mom that I was planning on giving that scarf to someone and that I put hard work into it and that the scarf itself was sentimental value. I told her that I refused to say sorry because I know that I didn't do anything wrong. Then my mom continued to argue on how my grandmother has spoiled me for the past few years. And I should just understand she's too, she's old. But I stood my ground and I refused to apologize. So am I the asshole? Let's discuss. No. Why? I think in this case, the adult should know better. Uh, it may be ugly from her point of view, but it's still not hers. It's not the, the grandmother's. It's someone else's property she's destroying. Don't assume or tell someone, well, it's the first one you made. It's ugly anyway. Just create a new one. Well, who are you to be saying that? It's not yours. That's the that's the gist of it. It is not yours. You pretty much stole someone else's property, destroyed it, so you could make it your own. And then you expect someone to apologize. You expect the person you robbed to apologize for you robbing them. What's 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 that? Is that correct? Is that right? What I'm questioning more is as a grandmother, wouldn't you think she'd be like, oh, this is my post, like, you know, so happy. Yeah, I'm so proud of you. Yes. It's like, <sighs> and then she mentioned they bonded over this, this like hobby mm -hmm. that they both do together. So she would see like, oh, okay, she's enjoying it. Like she would see the sentimental value in that. And that's why yeah. I, I, I question like that's such a weird act for the grandmother yeah. to do. Like, just but, a disregard of, like, feelings. But another thing is, like, how the mother said, well, she spoiled you for the past five years. Wait, do you spoil your grandkids because you love them, or do you spoil them because you expect something in return? Which is it? You know, it's like, so you're going to throw that in their face? They didn't ask for that. You gave that, I'm assuming, you know, on your own, you know, volition. <laughs> I don't understand this. I get that. Yeah. How, D, so he, are you saying that? Who's the asshole here, D? The mother. I mean, unless she was diagnosed by her primary physician with dementia mm. and Alzheimer's. <laughs> okay, wait, D, that was not in the story, okay? Just for the record. <laughs> I know, exactly. Unless she was, then, then she has no way out of it. I mean, she's yeah. being an asshole about everything. How about you, Greg? Yeah. I mean, I, looking from a, from a Filipino lens... I actually think the 17-year-old's an asshole. Mm. 
Wow. See, like, wait, what do you mean, wow? <laughs> I didn't expect you to look look at it from the Filipino uh, lens. I expected you to look at it from the right and wrong lens. Uh, <laughs> it's a Filipino culture to just kind of like swallow your pride and just apologize to uh, to end the argument, uh, make them feel good because they're your lolo or your lola. You know, it's out of respect that you admit the wrong that you did not commit just so they would feel good about the situation well um it's 2022 and people need to like get with it wow okay so here's the thing i was thinking about this reminded me when i was um i think it was after my first holy communion (laughs) were you high (laughs) no i was not high um (laughs) It was, I was in second grade, and I made my very first Holy Communion, and one of the gifts was this beautiful candle, and it had Jesus, it was coming out of Jesus' head, I think. No, it was from, it was coming out of Jesus' backside. And Wait, like, what? Well, not his backside, <laughs> like his, like his, but no, sorry, I mean like from his back. Like, like Lechon? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, not like McCoy's backside. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not describing this. It was like a nice porcelain ceramic statue of Jesus, uh-huh. like a small, cute one. And the, it was also a candle holder. Okay, I get it. And then the candle was this beautiful candle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, my first Holy Communion. What, what, Jesus? Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> got my first time I got bread. Pew, pew, pew. And I was really excited about it. But so we had it in this altar. Now, the candle was like, Obviously, I didn't use it because I was, like, saving for a special moment. I don't know. Uh, for some kind of exorcism or something. I was like, ooh, that'd be cool, right? But I remember my grandma Goring was staying over, and I saw her at the altar, and she lit the candle. <gasps> oh. She lit my motherfucking first Holy Communion candle, and I was pissed. I was pissed. Okay. okay. And I was, and I remember just being like, but, wait, what can you do? I'm, like, a, a little Filipino kid, like... We don't question our elders, right? But at the end, when it, as an adult looking back at it, I was like, she probably needed that candle. Like, somehow she probably needed that more, and it was more than I did, honestly. So are you asking us in this in your story, who's the asshole? I think in, your, in this story, you were the asshole because you left the candle on the altar where you actually light candles. Okay, wait a minute. We're not talking. I'm not, I didn't ask you if I was the asshole or not, okay? I mean, how will she know? How will, how will she to know? Because she's visiting. How will she to know that that was your candle for your first communion and you were waiting to be um, possessed so they can use it for your exorcism? How will she to know that? She saw a candle. Well, Let's I'm, light this up so I can. That's not the point. I so want... I can pray for my grandson Gregory because he's a newly minted Christian <laughs> and he's gay. I gotta light the candle because he's bucklaw. And he's, oh, he didn't know that yet. But he... <laughs> <laughs> oh, she knew. She was like, <laughs> she was like, this is a gay one. That's <laughs> like, I gotta light this candle, burn it. <laughs> but I don't know. There was something, but I was upset by it and everything like that. And but I didn't communicate it. But I was just like, at the end of the day, it was just. A material possession, you know, and and I get like the the right and wrong of it, but um, or the black and white of the situation. But I just felt like in this situation about like the um the scarf, clearly if the grandmother is probably embarrassed, I'm gonna make some assumptions here. Probably embarrassed, doesn't want to do it. She probably knows she overstepped, you know, because everybody knows what it's like to do that. And 
this this seventeen year old seventeen year old's pretty young. Doesn't mean is 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 a very young kid. So I mean, like, I think like I think she should apologize. Okay, here, let me give you the other side of that argument. You said that the the grandmother probably felt bad. And, you know, she was embarrassed and whatnot. Then why did she complain to her daughter about the granddaughter that your gra- your your daughter hurt my feelings for taking the scarf away? If she was embarrassed and she felt bad about what she did, she would not have said anything to her daughter That's true. to make she, the granddaughter feel might, bad. Yeah. So I think your argument does not hold water. Wait, also, the okay. invalidation... Actually, no, I see, I see your point. I see your point, though. But, but the invalidation of, like life experiences just because she's only 17 versus a 69 yes. it's a little bit jarring greg yeah greg oh my I god mean, i'm surprised with this the ageism here's what i'm thinking like because it's like at the end of the day like first of all the scarf is probably ugly let's be honest like, <laughs> but she created that ugly thing that she loved here's what i would probably say like what on the culture, like Filipino way, I'd be like, okay, like the seven-year-old, like you. I get it. Like, I get it culturally. You know, I get it. Suck it up, whatever, right? That's why I do it. But, but at the same time, like I, because this is like a kind of yes and no. Are you the asshole or not the asshole? But it doesn't really give you advice on like what to do next. I would actually probably say like she should just talk to the grandmother about it, and just lay it out there. You know, like change the cultural dynamic by just the seven-year-old just calling what it is. Is what I would do. I would probably go and like sit down with her and be like, "Look, I posted this online and asked who's the asshole. Um, like, eighty percent of the answer is saying that you are because of this. <laughs> and then, like, open the conversation that way. <laughs> Actually, you know what I would do if I was a seven-year-old? I'd make the best. I'd go out, go out, buy the best motherfucking scarf, <laughs> and like make it so beautiful or like. And then just say, oh, I didn't make you one. Sorry. The last little petty. But, you know. Wait, which side are you on? You were just on the grandmother's side earlier. And now you're like. No, I'm just talking about actions. I'm not talking about, like, actions. Like, if you if you were to change, like, their price. I think what's what's lacking here is what, or what she's asking for is accountability. And that's what the grandmother yes. is not doing. It's like she's now playing the victim of like I'm the yes. uh, like I'm the one who party that's hurt more than anything. I also hate that that action that we always get like oh just because they're old you let them get by and it's like no, no that always gets like I remember we were like where were we we were years ago we were at the market as mm-hmm. a group and then some old lady just cut us and I'm just like. Okay, why are you Oh just- my god. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll tell you a story, right? So I was boarding uh, my flight to the Philippines. And you know, it's like it's it's a big plane, so it's like crowded. So you know, some people don't know that, you know, put your stuff away and then get into your seat so you clear the aisle. And there's a lot of people, so some people are slow uh, or slower. Um so we were like waiting in the jet bridge. That's what it's called, right? The jet bridge. Um so it's like a whole line of people. And this couple this old Filipino couple started to like snake their way in, and I'm like thinking, "What's going on?" And then they got in front of me. I'm like, "What the fuck? What happened?" Yeah. Um, and you know, you don't want to say anything. And then there was this like couple in front of them, and they tried to sneak through be- between the couple. And the, the 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 guy was like, "Where do you think you're going?" So they got like got stuck there. And then I think the old lady was about to say something, and the husband kind of whispered to her, like kind of like, "It's okay, don't say anything." I'm like, "Yeah, don't say anything. You don't have the right to be fucking snake. This is a fucking line." Yeah. 
And and that's what the fuck? and that's what frustrates me is that you can't discount whether it be your grandmother or anyone else or older. I remember I had this experience a couple of weeks ago that I was texting you guys about. I got an altercation with an older lady, and then these people like came out of the picture and was like you know what, just leave it alone. I'm like, no, like oh, I am pissed. Yeah. Cause this is my like hard earned money that I, you know, that, that I actually cherish. Yes. It's a possession, but she was disregarding the incident. We're like, you know, I have to be somewhere. I can't be. I'm like, no, 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 bitch. We're going to talk this out. And then to the point where I just like afterwards, I'm like, okay, no, you are set in your ways. I'm not going to win anything, but I'm going to take a picture of everything so I can have proof in case something does happen um, down the line. But I, I just I don't like that notion that you can get away just like to disregard because I'm younger than you. Well, I mean, there's a difference between those two stories that you guys shared. Is, is, is these are strangers, but the dynamic is different when yeah. they are your like. Well, okay, here, Lola no, I, I, I get what you're saying about like you know respecting your Lola and your Lola, uh, but here's the thing: it's like I think in this instance, according to the granddaughter, the Lola is lacking humility in this case, or the mutual respect. You know, it's like it's e- just one way. Okay. Well, uh, it, okay. Well, it's co- Filipino culture. Like I'm older, you respect me, but it doesn't mean you you don't admit to your mistake or you don't have humility for the people that, or humility uh, with your actions um, towards the people you love. I I don't know. It seems like she's so prideful. Like your daughter hurt me. You know, told the mother, your daughter hurt me, and she should apologize. What? Because she, she you were asleep, and she took what was hers from you so you can stop destroying it and she's the bad guy okay yeah i mean yeah clearly like if you look at black and white the grandma the lola here is the asshole for doing that yes Yes, of course right but there's also a different dynamic here that's at play that goes beyond it yeah the dynamic is she lacks humility (laughs) and the other word lacks uh, crocheting skills (laughs) it was her first scarf (laughs) I mean, your first film, was it like, you know, Oscar worthy? Uh, it was actually, wasn't a film festival, so it was pretty good. <laughs> well, again, privilege. <laughs> well, on that note. Okay, the next one that we have, um, they were smart to delete their username, so that's good. Uh, the question <laughs> is, am I the asshole for causing drama at my wedding over a dress? I'm an Indian and married into a Filipino family. We are both first or second generation and still closely connected to our culture. I had a red sari for the wedding, but a more traditional wedding dress for the reception. I told my mother-in-law that if she wanted to wear a white terno, which is like the Filipino like top and uh, bottom, like dress right the one with the butterfly sleeves i'm assuming so i told my mother-in-law if she wanted to wear a white turner i was totally cool with it in their culture the family often wears white and i know that is kind of a no-no in the u.s but i wanted to represent both of our colors uh it's probably worth noting my mother-in-law and i do not get along at all at the ceremony pictures and dinners i changed into my other dresses my mother change into a red cocktail dress and my mother-in-law said she was going to change too she came down in a white sparkling cocktail dress 
kind of Vegas bridal, which is kind of weird. How I wonder how old she is. Yeah. <laughs> I was immediately annoyed and my bridesmaids were talking shit about her. My husband asked if I wanted him to confront her. I let it go for a while, but it really bo- began to bother me. She is also super attention-seeking, the life of the party, and I just felt like she was acting like it was a pageant or something and not my wedding. We went over together and told her her dress was totally inappropriate i reminded her that it was only okay with her wearing white when it was cultural but now she's just being attention seeking mother-in-law played dumb and acted like she had no idea what she did wrong she was asked to change her daughters had some spare dresses in the hotel room mother-in-law refused father-in-law said if i did anything to her dress he would have the wedding shut down Everything was in his name. I let it go at that point, but it really annoyed me. Now, multiple family members are telling me that she was confused, thought white was okay, and now father-in-law hates my guts and have been talking about how trashy and ungrateful we are. Am I the asshole? That's complicated. Can I go first (laughs) again? (laughs) Yes, asshole. (laughs) I don't think she's the complete asshole in this, the bride in this case, because people always forget uh, the wedding is about the married couple. Yeah. It's not about the father or the bride, you know, mother of the groom, whatever. This is the bride, especially the bride and the groom. And stop trying to steal their thunder. I mean, I think it's it's common knowledge in American culture that you know, white wearing white um, in a wedding is inappropriate, right? Uh, So I mean, even I know that. Well, she did say that in in their culture, the Filipino culture, um, it's true. Often wears white. Yeah, it's true. Like barong tagalog, it's white usually, and then the terno has like lace and all that. Usually, like also white or cream colored, Um, so that's appropriate in that case. And that's why she agreed that if the if the mother in law was gonna wear the terno, it would have been fine if it's white because it's usually the color for wedding. Uh, But at the reception, that's like a different story. Yeah. And that's her point, especially this is like an American setting already. Especially white sparkly dress. So, mm. McCoy, who is the asshole? You're saying... Uh, is she is the bride an asshole for overreacting? Maybe, well, maybe like a tiny, tiny, tiny little bit because she could have let it go. But again, going back to the argument I just said earlier, this is their day. This is her day, not the mother-in-law. So, you say, so you're saying that the, the person writing this... The bride is not really the 20% asshole. asshole. Maybe not even twenty. Like maybe like seven <laughs> random number. And then it's also so the father-in-law is also an asshole for trying to like threatening the the bride and groom. That he can, I'm gonna shut this out. First of all, no one said anything about doing anything to her dress. You're assuming shit. See, what's your thoughts? Just based on the information that they gave, it seems like everyone who was present at mm-hmm. that event knew that the mother-in-law was in the wrong for yes. even the sisters of the groom to be like i have more dresses you can you should just really change into this like for them to offer that they more mm-hmm. see like if someone had to give leeway it should have been the mother-in-law yeah i find it even more embarrassing for the mother-in-law yeah <laughs> like you're just looking really stupid for doing that or not even i think i'm not even respecting your son and your and your your son's wife yeah. 
um, they sound like they, and they were straight up in the astral, yeah. you know, that this time to change. And that's very selfish for the for the mother-in-law to be like saying, no, I'm not going to change. I think you remember one wedding that you helped me where it was like the speech part and everyone was kind of like when the uh, mother of one of the parties went to go up and give her speech and everyone was just like, um, this is awkward because you're making this about you instead of <laughs> who is being celebrated and it's a part of the event. And it was just like such a long rant and basically about like how they struggled, the upbringing of the kids, but more of her struggle rather than like the success of the kid. And I was like, everyone was just like, ooh, okay. Like um, it's bringing me back to that moment where it's just like, People, yeah, like you're right, McCoy. People forget, like, at a wedding, like, you have to celebrate these people, their union, like, it's them. Like, you have to forget about yourself. It's like, it's a milestone just for you. You did good. Your kid made it this far that they're now starting another chapter of their life. Not everyone gets to witness that, but instead, you're like, me, me, me. Yeah, I kind of felt bad for the bride. It's like, oh, crap. Like, this is like, not the way you intended it to go. It's like, ugh. Oh, well, I hope them the best. At the moment, she was probably like, no, I don't want to argue with this. But, I mean, you know, I kind of like, though, that her husband kind of like... Backed her up. Backed her up and be like, you know yeah. what? I'm not going to ask you again. Let's just, let's go say something. Yeah. And I think also the groom sisters probably kind of backed her up, too. Because they were like, yeah. they, okay, according to the story and what my assumptions are um they probably this is like their mother's behavior yeah so the daughters are like have been embarrassed by her which, over and over which is even more embarrassing if you think about it mm -hmm. it's just like she's like it's almost like the only person that's not in on the joke kind of thing where mm -hmm. like everyone knows that's her personality and kind of almost just brushes it off but she's kind of gone too far this time yep but do you think that she got confused the because when the um, the bride said that she could wear the white turtle and then she maybe she thought like she could wear white. I, I was thinking about that. That there's a slight chance that happened because again they're not close to begin with or they don't get along. Mm -hmm. So probably the communication mm, was very minimal. Like just to be like you know because if that's me I'm like hey remember this is the thing like I would always like repeat it because I have that. Um, uh, it's available for me to reach out as much as I can. But if they have tension to begin with, she probably kept it minimal. And then, they, yeah, there is a possibility where she was like, nope. But if this, I'm assuming this was here in the U.S. So um, the mom should have known. Like, you don't fucking wear white to someone else's wedding. Or maybe she just pushed the boundaries when she said white. She said, okay, I'm going to wear white. Yeah, Fine. All right, everything. Like, they're all they're kind of like, yeah. yeah. At least she didn't bring her own bouquet. Imagine if she did oh that. Oh, my God. Hmm. <laughs> Awkward. So are we all in agreement that the asshole in this story is the mother-in-law? No, no. Definitely. It's, it's the mother-in-law and the father-in-law. Are both assholes. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I take back. She got married into the assholes. I, I take back my statement that the the bride was maybe guilty seventy percent of being an asshole. She's not zero percent. 
I take that back. I apologize. At least I have emailed you, not like the, the Lola in the, sto- uh, the story. <laughs> I was just playing devil's advocate on that story. Like. <laughs> sure, Greg. <laughs> hey, I see what happened. If I had my candle when I was younger, this all would have gone differently. But, really? You know. So so now I'll get <laughs> Greg um, uh, a candle for Christmas that's like half lit already. <laughs> oh my god, I hate that already. <laughs> I find it very triggering. Thank you, D. On triggering, hey McCoy. Yes. What's the Filipino word of the day? And you can take that lechon out of your mouth right now while you're at it. (laughs) So the Filipino word of the day is gago. Gago? Yes. Oh, Greg loves this word. (laughs) I know this word. I hear it often as a kid. (laughs) Okay. It means foolish. Oh. Yeah. They're calling me foolish? Yes. Is that a a compliment? Is that a compliment though? How is that a compliment if someone calls you foolish? Oh. Oh, this is interesting. For some reason, gago just seems more intense than foolish. When it's said to you. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the cultural context aside, yes. Yeah. Not aside. With, with cultural context, it's, it's more intense, yes. Um, Give us some context. Well, the, what do you mean? Oh, the story. I mean, how are you said in the sentence? Yes. The stories we talked about on this episode are examples of gago behavior on both sides of the stories. Actually, I take that back. Not both sides. On one side of the story <laughs> only. And are you supposed to say, like, gago? No, I think that's how they they say oh, it to really? you. But <laughs> see, that, uh, that's <laughs> that's how intense it is. That it's just one word, yeah. and you don't need like an in- entire you know sentence for it, and you get the context. Gago, mm-hmm. God, now I huh? I'm gonna process that one. I'm gonna unpack that on <laughs> the next episode. <laughs> well, that's our show. If you like to leave a message, have a question for us, or you just want to slip into someone's DMs. You can by on social media or on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Gamchat Podcast. You could also email us your questions at gamchatpodcast at gmail.com and Wagkangago. Uh, leave us a five star <laughs> rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. <laughs> is that, is that what right? is don't be an asshole or don't be a gago. <laughs> See, I used to ride this time. <laughs> That was cool. I heard that a few times actually too. Is it about your oh, candle? Like, <laughs> Don't bring about my candle again. It's a touchy subject. We're part of we're also part of Bunk Collective, a group of Filipino content creators. Visit the website at thebunkph.com and I'll catch you on the next one.